Here's a message from Ken Lavica. I think I'm comfortable saying it. Josh Allen's the most divisive player in the NFL. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. Just like you would expect, the fire hose is fully inserted in my mouth here. And uh, we've been blown and going. And so. Ken Lavica. Get a run in, make an early cocktail, put a gummy in half. Theo Dorsey. Very excited to have the opportunity to add him to the team. Stone Lebanowitz. When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I thought a lot about this yesterday in light of our football conversations, our post-mortem on the NFL divisional round after yesterday's show. This is something I take great pride in, by the way. This is related, I promise. I'm not about to go on a tangent here, guys. I have great faith no matter who is on a microphone on this show, that when we are together, we are able to put together compelling content that people want to hear, that people are interested in. And I think yesterday was a great example of that. And here's why. We took what I think from a Chiefs, Bills, NFL discussion standpoint could have been pretty robotic yesterday and we got into minutia and we got on each other's backsides. We all had a little red ass in what we believed in yesterday about who's a winning quarterback, who's not a winning quarterback, who's made it, who's a lead, who's maybe not quite there yet, maybe not second best quarterback in the NFL. And I thought that while we were sort of jawing at each other, getting at each other, uh, we still are able to put together a really good back and forth about, hey, I believe Mahomes is the man. Stone, hey, I think Josh Allen's the dude and he's unlucky he doesn't have the guys around him. Theo, I disagree with that. I don't think he's that dude. Me, how come he can't get himself to a Super Bowl? This is a championship window. Why can't he get there? All all of those discussions, I, I just, I feel like that's what makes us unique is that we can get at each other get on each other and it comes off coherently and draws people in am i wrong about any of that theo stone am i wrong about any of that stuff spot on man spot on because the the discourse here is more so productive it's not like we're just fighting each other it's actually trying to reach some kind of conclusion um even if that conclusion is something we don't like or one of us does I, I, i truly believe that we can have a golden retriever sitting at one of the microphones okay just panting away just sitting at one of the microphones slobbering all over the table and you know we're gonna pull something out of them want to know why because we're damn good at what we do all right mm. so so because That's of that, that. Be, <laughs> actually <laughs> well we, we need to go through the proper channels but we'll we'll we may test that um so so for me the reason i bring this up is that I was thinking a lot about our conversation yesterday. And, Theo, you and I were very much on you, obviously, as a Chiefs fan. Me as someone who I I don't have bleep to say about Patrick Mahomes in a negative sense any longer other than him sounding like Kermit. Uh, He's the dude. It's endearing, though, his his voice. It's endearing. It's different. Hey, come on, guys. Let's go. Red zone (laughs) offense. So, Stone, you would agree. I've really done a good job on that impression uh, over the years. To be honest, it gets better every time. I tell you, I, I just keep workshopping that thing. So, so Stone was trying to defend the honor of Josh Allen. And I, I couldn't help but think, man, I am starting to get the sense that of all the impact players in the NFL, we have shifted from Tua being the most divisive player in the league, and I think it might be Josh Allen. Am I correct in the declaration that 
Josh Allen is a more divisive player in terms of what people think he is or what he isn't, what his ceiling is or what it isn't, how dependable he is or if he isn't, if he's championship caliber or if he isn't. Am I correct to say, in at least some realms, that Josh Allen is now the most divisive player in the league? Theo, what do you think about that? He is. He is. Um, and I think a large portion of it is people wanting him to be something that he clearly isn't yet. And I feel like we all see it, the potential for him to be something, but he hasn't become that yet. And the people that want him to become that are acting as if he's already there. And the people that can see clearly he hasn't become that are fighting against those people. So it's it's a really weird battle when... In, in totality, this whole thing, what keeps getting lost is the dude is great at football. Yeah, he, he is great at football, but he also requires nuance. Yeah, right? He's a lot of context. great at football, but... A lot of context. But there's a big old but, and it's pretty thick when you're discussing Josh Lowry, who is great. But Kyle Lowry, and by the way, good riddance. <laughs> Good damn riddance, and we'll talk about that. Kyle yeah. Lowry's going to Charlotte. Terry Rozier is coming to the Heat. Goodbye to Kyle Lowry. I mean, farewell, good riddance. Thanks for a couple of years of really just above mediocre play and really being a whiny pain in the ass for the rest of the time. Imagine, fa- fa- farewell. Imagine him in the middle seat headed to Charlotte, man. Those The, the aisle in the window there got to be a little – it's going to be tough. He's the guy when you're on the Southwest flight and you see him coming down and you're on the window and uh, you've got someone in the aisle and you're like, oh, God, no. Come on, man. Like, no, I'm going to be feeling butt on my thigh. 17B? Uh, uh, yep, exactly. That 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 B seat. Yeah. Um, Stone, you, you are coming off here, and you're always pro quarterback. You love quarterbacks. Always and forever. Across the board. Josh Allen, to you, just gets a little bit of a raw deal from a reputation standpoint. Am I correct in all the things I've consumed from you about Josh Allen over the last 36 hours? Is that is that a correct assessment? Yeah, you are. I just I, I think it's triggering when somebody doesn't get the proper respect or unwarranted disrespect. So I think you're on par there. Can we hear the discourse between Dan Orlovsky and Ryan Clark yesterday on Get Up about Josh Allen? Because I thought this was... This was interesting. It's a little lengthy. If we cut it off, we cut it off. If we talk over it, we talk over it. But I want to give everybody a little bit of a sense of this discourse because I found it to be interesting. Here's Ryan Clark, Dan Orlovsky, ESPN, get up on what exactly Josh Allen is. Buffalo is great. Josh Allen is the only quarterback in the history of the NFL. Okay, so I have a question. To account for 50 touchdowns in a that's, season. That's great, yeah. And not get to the title game. He's oh, done it twice. twice. Josh, Josh, you're what? big. We're on the goal line. Let's quarterback sneak it. Okay, that's great. Good job, Josh. So, my, 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 I think he's great. Let me be very clear to all the people. I think Josh Allen is amazing. I think he is ultimately talented. I think he's doing things with the football I've never seen done at that position. He's still not great. He's still not the winner that we always try to make him be. We keep making excuses for him like, like he's LeBron, right? Like before LeBron went to Miami and took his talents yeah. to South Beach and made the big three, this is what we always did. Oh, but he's this and he's that. No, when he does it, he does it. <laughs> Guess what's about to happen? What? Guess what's about to happen? He we are him. one week away. Yeah. One week from during Josh Allen's tenure, Patrick Mahomes, Going to a ton of Super Bowls, Joe Burrow going to a Super Bowl, and Lamar Jackson going to a Super Bowl, right? What we never do, 
What we never do is come in here, oh my gosh, Lamar wasn't helped by anybody. Poor Lamar, poor Lamar. No, it's Lamar got to win. Lamar got to figure out a way. All this season, Patrick got to figure out a way. Patrick got to make these guys around him better. They're dropping the ball, but this team shouldn't look like this. Oh, why is Patrick freaking out? Guess what Patrick has done? He righted the ship. Josh Allen had a chance. It's fine to come in here and say that he played great, but he didn't do enough because that's the truth. He didn't that, and do enough. And that's where we disagree because I do believe – I have told you this. What's the score? They lost. But they lost not because Josh didn't do enough. There's one play that we could point to and say, man, Josh, I would have loved for you to have made a different decision. There's so many but others. A missed time. field goal. Right. Uh, 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 trying to get two free runners on Patrick Mahomes and get him to the ground. A bomb to a guy who's a one at wide receiver. A bomb to Sherfield. Another bomb to Sherfield. Make one of those. Make one of those. And then we got a different conversation. There's no that that back and forth between those two, and damn it, if that didn't sound like us yesterday. Oh, yeah. I mean, my God, it's like living deja vu through guys who make national money. This is what I'm talking about. Think about this. We are four quarters away from Lamar Jackson playing for a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow has already played in a Super Bowl and also vanquished Josh Allen yeah. in the playoffs. I mean, and Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes consistently vanquishes Josh Allen. We are now three years removed from the AFC championship game that put the Bills on the map, that we changed rules for Mm. because the Bills lost that game at Arrowhead Stadium. And guess who has not even gotten back into the game to put them into the Super Bowl? Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. And so... When we're talking Josh Allen, does he have an elite skill set? Absolutely. But is he less consistent than three other quarterbacks within his own conference? Yes. Mm. And so while Josh Allen's unique as hell, he also, I think, has the most flaws of any of the four quarterbacks mentioned. Mahomes, Burrow, Jackson, Allen. The best way for me to describe Josh Allen, unlimited talent, but also fatal flaws. Unlimited talent, but fatal flaws. And that's why, as we sit here in 2024, he again, despite AFC East champions, is not going to the Super Bowl. Mm. What's the best way to describe Josh Allen? He, to me, Theo agrees, Stone agrees, most divisive player right now in the NFL. Tua has taken off the crown because, let's be honest, I don't think Tua in the last month of the season showed that he should right now be even discussed in the same breath as Josh Allen. That's a compliment to Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's great. I think Josh Allen, his skill set is vastly superior to what I've seen from Tua here in the last five, four, five, six weeks. He's the most divisive player in the league, Josh Allen. What is the best way for you to describe Josh Allen? Because he boggles the mind, both good and bad, more than any player in the NFL, maybe in sports for that matter. Supremely talented unique at most unique skill set the most fatal flaws of the elite quarterbacks what's the best way to describe josh allen 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 that's 888-760-3776 in social media at klv1063 it is supremely rare for there to be someone that everybody has an opinion about 
good or bad, even in the social media age, to get enough people to care where everybody at least has a take about somebody because there's so many different avenues to uh, channel it. You've got to be some sort of unicorn to elicit the type of reactions that Josh Allen does, both good and bad. That's why I think he has the crowd of most divisive. I mean, Theo, you texted. We were on our, our, our show group text. Yeah. As I was on a bus from San Antonio to Houston watching this game. Stone was, I'm assuming, drinking beers and eating frozen pizzas at his place watching this game. Stone, how close am I to that assessment? Uh, pretty damn close. <laughs> and you, Theo, hunkered down in your home watching the Chiefs try and hang on for dear life. You texted, man, Josh Allen. Just isn't that dude. That's verbatim. That was your text. Josh yeah. Allen just isn't that dude. How would you describe Josh Allen? I would describe him as coddled. The best way to describe Josh Allen in the modern day NFL right now, especially around the discourse around that superstar quarterback, is he's coddled. And I'm I'm confounded upon why. By the media? By the media. By fans? By whom? By fa- I would say more so. I would put it more so in the court of the media. Partially, I do think that the game plan that the, that the Buffalo Bills laid out there against the Kansas City Chiefs this past weekend was coddling him and preventing him from creating those, uh, you know, those, those unfortunate and untimely turnovers that he's so used to doing uh, with them keeping him throwing the ball behind or at the line of scrimmage all game. Uh, but I, I won't get into that. I'll get more into the discourse around Josh Allen. He's been in the playoffs now five times. His career record in the playoffs is five and five. He's also started what I think six seasons in the NFL to this point. He's yet to be the MVP. He's yet to be defined as the best player at his position in a given season. Josh Allen, as great as he is and as prolific as he is as a passer and a runner, there is limits to his game, like you said, and there is some for some weird, weird reason – a, a huge push, a huge narrative push, a huge storyline push, and also just a push from certain media members, including Dan Orlovsky, to have him take a shortcut to the top. And I've never seen it with any other superstar quarterback or any other quarterback really in the NFL in all of my years of watching where a guy who has accomplished literally nothing when we talk about what really matters at the quarterback position, he's accomplished nothing when we talk about people that are going to earn gold jackets but we're putting him up there as if he's already done it. It's confusing to me. Again, if Lamar Jackson retires tomorrow, especially given that he's going to win an MVP this season, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. If Lamar Jackson retires tomorrow, given that he also, what he did on the college landscape and what he's been doing, even throughout this season itself, as he's still standing, he's not going to retire tomorrow because he's trying to win a Super Bowl right now. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And we're treating Josh Allen as if he's already that, though he doesn't have the career accomplishments or the on-the-field statistics to bear it out. So to me, he's the most coddled superstar, and coddled is the easiest way to define what Josh Allen is right now. We, we love car crashes as a, as a society, as human nature. It's why, Stone, is, and were you the person when I, when I first mentioned the term gapers delay? You're like, what the hell is that? I, uh, I actually don't even remember that, but okay. I, if I did hear that, I would say, hey, what the hell is okay. that? Gaper's delay. I think it's a Midwest term. Uh, Gaper's delay is, hey, there's a car crash on the side. Traffic all slows down. Things are backed up on the Eisenhower because there was a car accident. Of course, you got to look at it to see the carnage and see if somebody's injured or somebody's hurt or someone's laying on the pavement. Gaper's delay. I thought that was rubbernecking. See, and that's what I'm saying. In the I south call, where you're I, from, Theo, it's rubberneck. It's definitely me who said what the hell is that. I think me and Theo combined because yeah. Uh, yeah. we both 
use rubbernecking. It's Gapers a, it, delay is I a think ridiculous. It's a, I think it's a Midwest thing. Because yeah. well, I'm telling you, Gapers, de- Gapers delay yeah. is what is what all the traffic reporters are using in Chicago. Okay. Uh, so so just a difference in in region. I accept your rubbernecking, and I raise you a Gapers delay. <laughs> We're on the same page here. Josh Allen, here's what he is. He's a Brinks truck that has overturned on I-95 and burst into flames. But because he's a Brinks truck and we're all looking at him, he also has spilled thousands of dollars onto the road and we're attracted to that. Because holy hell, we've never seen anything like that before. So we got to scramble and try to 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 uh, let that whole experience wash over us. But he's a car crash. He's a car crash that occasionally is going to spawn thousands of dollars your way because he's a Brinks truck and he's overturned on 95. That's the best way I can describe Josh Allen in my weird warped analogy sense. It's pretty good. Okay. It's pretty good because it, it is a spectacle. What Josh Allen does on the football field is a spectacle, uh, whether it be good or bad, whether it be to the detriment of his team's success, which it happens often, or... Uh, what he did this past year after starting 6-6, six and six, the way he played hero ball and led right. them back into the playoff push and almost got him to the AFC Championship game. The dude is good. He is a spectacle. That's a great way to put it. He's a tightrope walker who makes a living off of tightrope walking between two skyscrapers when it's 50-mile-an-hour winds. There's always – the and no harness. Yeah. So there's always the chance that he's just blown off and is going to plummet to his death. But, boy, is it exciting, right? Makes your heart race. <laughs> Palpitate. Uh, Josh Allen, what is the best way to describe him? What is the best way to describe Josh Allen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Social media, Stone knows this. We are full. I mean, Jesus Lord, do we have social media out the backside on Josh Allen. That's how I, I, I truly believe He's the most divisive player in the NFL because every damn person has an opinion on him. What's the best way to describe Josh Allen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's kick off on the phones and let's go to EJ in West Palm. What's up, EJ? How you doing? Good, man. Okay, so... The, the the way I would describe Josh Allen, man, he's he's like a sour patch kid. Um, you know, you see big plays from him, like like that play against Pittsburgh when he when he ran the fifty-two yard touchdown run. Yards. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That that's that's like him ripping open his shirt and saying, "I'm Superman." You, mm-hmm. you see monsters plays like that that you can compare to great quarterbacks that's been in the league. You know. Um, but then you have times where you know you can't you can't turn the ball over and he's making those turnovers. But um, I give him his props; he made it to the playoffs. And like I said, I'm from West Palm Beach, so I'm a I'm a Dolphins fan. So um, I I definitely give it to him over Tua. Yeah. Because Tua Tua will turn the ball over in some situations where you can't turn the ball over. Josh Allen will, will throw throw some interceptions, you know, in the middle of the game, but that play went to it through the through the interception on the last play of the like the last drive they had um against I'm I forget who it was. Um the Buffalo. That that was yeah. Yeah. Ironically. Yeah, that was, it was against that was Buffalo. Unfair. Yeah. And so so EJ, yeah. I'm assuming that when you mentioned Sour Patch Kid at the onset, and you know I love analogies, you're just going with the sweet sour thing there, right? 
Sour Patch Kid. I just want right. to make sure that we're getting to the bottom of the initial <laughs> analogy. All right. I uh, appreciate the call. I appreciate that. Uh, boy. Uh, we've got Brink's truck on fire that spilled thousands of dollars on I-95. Mm. We have Tightrope Walker, who makes a living off of no-harness tightrope walking skyscrapers in 50-mile-an-hour winds, to describe Josh Allen. Uh, a Sour Patch Kid. Uh, our analogies are flying here. I love it. What, we, yeah, might as well, baby. we might as well throw in one more. Uh, it, it's the, um, it's that, that woman that you constantly see out, and you know she, she gets around. Uh, or man, for that matter. <laughs> Uh, we don't have to pigeonhole the uh, the gender here. It's that person you always see out, and you know they, they sleep around a little bit. Things are a little reckless, yeah. uh, promiscuous. Correct, good word. Thank and you. Uh, you get a little you get a little liquored up one night, and you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go for it. Repercussions be damned. That's Josh Allen. Yeah. You don't know if you're gonna wake up the next morning and all of a sudden things are burning a little bit. Yeah. But you're willing in that moment to throw caution to the wind and say, bleep it, let's go. Like that, that's sort of Josh Allen. And it's great. Josh it's, Allen experience. It's great in the moment, but afterwards you're, you're left a little, you know, disappointed. See, you wake uh, up that uh, next morning. Right. You're like, or Man. you're just scared. Or you're flat out scared. <laughs> yeah, like, and what? you're saying, I might need to go to the, to, to the doctor. <laughs> uh, what's the best way to describe Josh Allen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Boston John on Levick and Theo and Stone. What's up, John? Boston just left us, but here is Sean. Oh, from Palm Beach Gardens. Sean in Palm Beach Gardens. Segway, Sean. Correct. Oh my God! I'm on speed dial now. You remember my phone number? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, brother? <laughs> hey, pal. I just got a quick one in there. In uh, in the spirit of, if we're still talking about Josh Allen, I don't know how far behind I am, but no, you're good. Um, We just went to the we just went to the fair the other day, so I'm trying to keep this, uh, you know, <clears throat> in pop culture, but. So he's the kid. He's the kid. Like on a, maybe like a Thursday at three o'clock, that everybody everybody's like admiring him and cheering for him because he's gotten the farthest up the ladder. That the, you know that that game at the, the ladder. You try to ring yeah. the bell with the ladder and the tilts. Yeah. Everybody's cheering him on because nobody's going as far as him. But he's only doing it at three o'clock on a Thursday. You come on a Friday night, all the big kids are hitting it. You know what I mean? Everybody's right. knocking that bell. But he's the kid that can never get to the top. But when he comes, the time that he comes during the daytime. And he's just farther than everybody else. They're cheering him on. So, you so what you're Friday, saying, Josh Allen needs to hit football puberty, is what you're saying. Mm. Quarterbacking puberty in that spot. He needs to he needs to develop some muscles, yeah. a little hair on his chest, become a big kid before he can get to the big kid's table. Yeah, he's the big, he's the biggest kid in the third grade class. But when he gets to fifth grade, he's not anymore. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> you know what? We are we are and appreciate the call. We are reaching a new frontier of analogies here today. And I've never been more proud of us, of our fans, of this show. I did not come into today think that we would consistently dip our toes in the Josh Allen analogy waters. Yeah. But we're getting weird as hell, and I unequivocally love it. What is the best way to describe Josh Allen? What is the best way to describe Josh Allen? Here's the thing. There's no perfect way because he is unlike any player in the NFL because you don't know what in the hell he's going to be, who the hell he's going to be, how impressive he's going to be, or how face-planty he's going to be any given Sunday, Monday, Thursday, postseason game, early season, late season. You don't know. 
888-760-3776. I've been made aware. Boston John is back. Boston John, let's go ahead and pay some bills. We'll come back. We'll come back and we'll grab you. I just want to make sure we get these out of the way. We'll get Boston John back, and uh, he will be first up with us. 888-760-3776. Social media is open. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash orthocare. What's the best way to describe Josh Allen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. To me, the newly minted most divisive player in the NFL. Social media is open. At KLV 106.3, at 1 o'clock, Jonathan Zaslow, our good friend from ESPN Radio, to discuss the heat trading for Terry Rozier. And it's a Tuesday, which means we grade things. Good, sweet, mother of God, we're packed. That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Josh Allen, I think it's appropriate to say he's the gift that keeps on giving. When is, like, Tua, everybody's had an opinion on him. Prior to Tua, and before Josh Allen took the crown of most divisive player in the NFL, who was he? Uh, I, I just, I'm so caught in the minutiae all the time of who's up, who's down, who's divisive, who is bad, who is good. Prior to Tua, who is the most divisive player in the league? By, okay. by default, okay, it's got to be Travis Kelsey. I, I think just after he started dating the Taylor Swift, I think. Oh, uh, so you're so, you're talking Kelsey. about that little sliver of time between he started dating Taylor Swift and then, see, I don't know. Like Travis Kelsey was pretty much universally beloved until Taylor Swift. Right. Yeah. Taylor Swift to the world increased his Q rating infinitely by getting into a relationship with Taylor Swift, but. Angry male football fan, Travis Kelsey's Q rating plummeted. What? It's just a fascinating societal look there. I saw his ex-girlfriend doing a catwalk yesterday. I probably watched it about 10 times. The one who went Still. to Inside Edition to warn Taylor Swift. No, about no, 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 no. Sir, you have that. No. Don't ever disrespect Kayla Nicole. Oh, my God. That's, that's, Kayla uh, Nicole is the, is the oh. one to one. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was not her. The one before no, her the one before from the reality her. show was the one that went on Inside yeah, Edition. We don't yeah. care about her. Yeah, that's yeah, not. She's, she's a non-factor. Kayla Nicole had a catwalk yesterday in a bikini, and I was like, oh, Ooh. man. Yeah, that's, Has she come out, Has she come out uh, to discuss Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift? good question. Swift? I don't think she's. Oh, you know what? She had one response video, but she was more so just letting people know that, hey, like, I don't care about the whole Taylor Swift got thing. It, got it. I'm Kayla Nicole. Yeah, I'm Kayla Nicole. I and, got plenty of options. And she honestly don't got to say nothing. She can just post a pic. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's like that. I mean, I can relate. I know how that goes. I mean, all I do is post a pic and, whew, boy. Everybody shuts up. Everybody shuts <laughs> up. Uh, because they're like, oh, my God, what the hell? <laughs> you can't talk when you're vomiting. Uh, Boston John here on LeVick at Theo and Stone. Boston John, thanks for being patient. What is the best way to describe Josh Allen? Jason Tatum. Ooh. Ja- 
Uh-oh. Well done. Well done, Johnny. John, can I tell you? Can I tell you? John, let me tell you real quick, and then I'll let you expand on this. That's pretty good. I swear to whatever being you worship that at about 10 o'clock this morning, I thought to myself, Josh Allen reminds me of Jason Tatum's trajectory, and I that is not a lie. How are you in my head? But go on. Go on, John. Well, look at as recently as last week against Denver, and then obviously last spring against the Heat with Jimmy Butler, and the year before against um, the Warriors. So every time he fails in a Game 7, and he takes more pride in being the MVP of the All-Star game, and he, he still thinks he's Kobe, which of course he's not. No one is. Mm. But in a nutshell... That's what went to my mind. I was driving on 95 up from uh, Boca. I, John, I think that's really, really good and appreciate the call. I, I promise you Jason Tatum entered my mind. A guy mm-hmm. with endless talent who, for some reason, in, in the winning time, can't pull through for whatever reason. Yeah. For whatever reason. And obviously it's a loose comparison, but the trajectory like that, that tracks a little bit. What? But do we know? Has Has Josh Allen tried to text Johnny Unitas after a big mm. win late in the season? I don't uh, think so. A a a a a dead quarterback. Yeah. Like Jason Tatum tries to text Kobe. Do we know that? We don't know because at least if he did it, he didn't screenshot it and post it to Instagram <laughs> after the result. Also, I will say one thing, just to keep respect on Tatum's name, even though I'm not a big fan, he did make the finals. So. That's he something did, Josh Allen has failed to do. He did get a step further than yeah. Josh Allen if we're making a comparison. Yeah. So, that's and it's it's not apples to apples. No comparison is perfect, but I thought that was pretty spot on. So that that was pretty good. I love it. But if you look, if you look at the Eastern Conference, Jason Tatum has had less of a log jam than Josh Allen has had to yeah. wade through from that standpoint. So that sort of offsets everything. Especially now that, you know, quote-unquote, the Michael Jordan of the sport, which was LeBron in the East, and it is Patrick Mahomes in the NFL, yeah. is no longer there. Jason Tatum's pathway to the finals, he he just had to get through and beat, right? Like, he just had to get through. Right. I forgot who he got through the year they played the Warriors, but um, was they that the heat? the heat? That he was the heat. Through, oh, he yeah, the heat. it was the heat. I tried he to forget him. <laughs> I purposely forgot that, but yeah. yeah. Right, you 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 stuff that Locked in the back of your brain. Uh, Jimmy, exactly. Just one inch uh, we're further. one inch away, one uh. inch away from uh, Jimmy vanquishing Jason Tatum and not uh, not getting him into the, to to the NBA Finals. Stone, a lot of this comes off of your support of Josh Allen. What we're talking about before we get to social media, and we'll continue taking your calls. Best way to describe Josh Allen: eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. What is your best way? To describe Josh Allen, keeping in mind that you are a, uh, a a a vocal and shameless in the best way possible quarterback passionate lover. Yeah, very pro quarterback, uh, quarterback passionate lover. I'm going to start using that one. I'm going to put it in my bio, actually. <laughs> um, the way I would describe him, cream of the crop. I think when you go through the list of guys right now in the league, the Aaron Rodgers, the Lamar Jacksons, the Joe Burrows, the Justin Herberts, the Patrick Mahomes, and of course the Josh Allens, like, I think what I inevitably have a problem with is the fact that we try to rank these guys, try to compare these guys instead of just acknowledging how good they are at the position and how good they are for their teams. Like, I don't think that we should be ranking them just after recency bias of a playoff. I think it should be more along the lines of just going week by week. What about five playoffs? 
Yeah, no, and, and I get the sample size grows, but I, I'm talking about on a week-to-week basis. Like, we're, we're, last week, we're talking about a Josh Allen and a Buffalo Bills team that was favored over Patrick Mahomes, and warranted, right? Like, they were legitimately favored to win the football game, hosting the AFC Divisional round against the great Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, that should count for something. Like, if we're acting as if there's no progress being made or he's not taking these steps, he was favored against Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, we're talking about the Chiefs on a down year. I get it, but... He's going to continue to take these steps. And I, I say cream of the crop. And I, I will say this. I love Sean from Paul Mitch Gardens in the, getting a seat at the big kids table. I do love that analogy. I truly do. And I think all the big kids know Josh Allen deserves a seat at their table. If you were to ask any of the guys that I listed off, yeah, absolutely come sit next to me, Josh. You deserve it. So I think they won't let him sit there uh, until the teacher allows Josh to. And if that teacher, in a sense, is a Super Bowl an AFC championship, whatever it is, I, I, I get it. And we're allowed to have the results conversation. It's what we do. It's the name of the game. It's why we're sitting in these chairs and behind these microphones. His flaws are his talents. And a lot of quarterbacks get off like that, like the Brett Favre's. And you go through Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game, but he smokes crack. Like, there are just so many things. It's a double-edged sword with Josh Allen. <laughs> Figuratively, and, of course. Yeah, we yeah. don't want a lawsuit. Figuratively. Yeah. And, and if we're so Goodness quick, gracious. and if we're so quick to compare him to Jason Tatum, and I know all three of us, and I saw Theo's face. We loved that comparison. Yeah. Jason Tatum is a concrete face of the National Basketball Association. So if we love that analogy, let's go ahead and make Josh Allen a face of the NFL, or at least one of the faces, well, right? The yeah, Madden cover. I don't think cover. there's any doubt yeah. that he is. So, I don't think there's any doubt he is. My, my thing with Josh Allen, too, is I think that there are a lot of people predisposed to giving him the benefit of the doubt because he's, and I could be wrong, but he is a big, lovable, reckless oaf. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, we love our big teddy bear just ambling around, blowing people up, throwing missiles, and we love him just sort of bumbling and stumbling around and hitting the turf and blowing people up, and he's got a smile on his face, and it doesn't seem he, it seem like he has an awful lot in the head. <laughs> yeah, like, we I, love him. Yeah. We, wa- we want to embrace him, yep. but the fact of the matter is we got to have a real NFL football conversation about him, and he hasn't really accomplished anything other than being a multi-time AFC East champion. Yeah, and I think I have the patience to to wait it out because I had told you guys this earlier. He's going to be competing for a Lombardi Trophy every single year that he's in the league. Now, we have cap problems for this Buffalo Bills team. I apologize. I use we, but this Buffalo Bills team has problems as mm-hmm. far as who they're going to pay, who's going to be on this roster next year. I get that, but when we do this also – we fawn over, and rightfully so, quarterbacks revolutionizing the position. We love Lamar Jackson for it. We love Josh Allen for it. I think Patrick Mahomes is more related to Tom Brady than than, jo- than Josh Allen or any of the Aaron Rodgers or any of those guys are. Right? He sure. plays football like a Tom Brady. A, Josh a, Allen. A way more dynamic Tom Brady. Yeah, a way more dynamic Tom Brady, but he's more closely related to that. Josh Allen is something that... Haven't really seen, and I think one of the Cam Newton. easiest examples. Yeah, yeah. Cam Newton was yeah. perfect for it, but Josh is you know more consistent of a passer, and he's been able to stay in this league and, and find a fan base and an organization that loves him and is willing to pay him. And when you look at some of the deep throws that you know he hits Stephon Diggs or hmm, he threw it to Stephon Diggs on the 65, 70 yarder, like that's stuff that Josh Allen brings to the table that there aren't many quarterbacks in the league can can do that. So I just think like the appreciation factor. I think should be upped a little bit because he is the cream of the crop. Sure. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and it's maybe top three, top two. I, I think it's two. I don't think anybody doesn't appreciate Josh Allen. I don't think it's an appreciation question. It's uh, we appreciate your talent, so now it's time to make that leap. Like yeah. every other quarterback has been uh, been expected 
to do. And Josh Allen has not been able to get to the Super Bowl with the best defense in the NFL, top five multiple times, uh, not able to come up with the big play in big moments, like inside of two minutes leading to the Tyler Bass field goal that was missed in in this year's edition. Uh, I, I, I just... At some point, he needs to make the leap. And you're right. He is going to be in discussion as best quarterback in the NFL for another six, seven years, right? But the Bills are going to have to overhaul this roster a little bit. I, and, I, or I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep no, going. no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I was going to say just uh, one thing I do, a caveat I want to throw on that. He'll be in the discussion for second best quarterback in this league for the next six or seven years. I think we've decided who the best quarterback is. And there yeah. is a really big competition right now for number two. And it is fair for Stone Lebanowitz to to favor Josh Allen in that spot. It's fair for me to favor Lamar Jackson in that I'm spot. I'm not. There's nobody in the right mind who has a brain and a pulse that yeah. thinks anybody's better than Patrick Mahomes. No, no, I'm talking about right number now. two. I'm talking about number two. Yeah. The number two yeah. spot is but up it's for, a battle for no, That's what Stone's saying, yeah. though. It's a battle for number two. It's a battle for number two. I, I do think because of the achievement and ability, Lamar Jackson holds that spot. But it's fair for somebody to favor another one of those guys who's in that second tier for that. That's your personal preference. But I think the battle that Josh Allen is going to be in for the next six or seven years is the number two spot. And I think that's where it's going to be tough for him because if he stays in the AFC, he's going to keep running into Michael Jordan. So what were you saying, Ken? Uh, real quick before we get to the phones again, Axe messages in, Ken, how about this? Trade Josh Allen to the Miami Dolphins for Tua and Mostert. How would you feel about Josh Allen then? What? Buffalo I, wants no part of yeah, that. What? So, so no, well, axe one, that. One, axe that, that axe. Never, that, would, that would never happen. But two, I would feel the exact same way as I do about Josh Allen now. I, I, don't, I don't dislike Josh Allen. I'm not discounting the ability of Josh Allen. This is the problem. As soon as you're critical of somebody, then there's the, you hate him. No. I mean, Stone, if Josh Allen was... The quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. You know how thrilling that would be for me? And you know how many expectations I would heap on him? Doesn't it sound like the same exact way I'm holding him accountable for what he's doing with the Bills? Right? Like, why would my attitude about Josh Allen change? What I expect of him with the Bills, I'd expect of him with the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm just imagining right now. I'm kind of zoning out just imagining what Mike McDaniel could do with Josh Allen's legs, Mm. adding... That RPO game I mean, to it. I mean, it'd be, they'd score 100 points a game. Between that timing offense and Josh Allen, he can hit passes up the seam. I don't think his timing is as good as as Tua. But imagine if you gave him four seconds uh, behind the line of scrimmage and him throwing 70 yards to Tyreek Hill, who has <laughs> six yards of cushion past the uh, DB that he just blazed by. I mean, it's a simple answer to your question. How would I feel about him? The same way I feel about him now with the Bills, except I don't root for him right now. But I'd say, damn it, now the Dolphins have no excuse to win, to, to not win the AFC. Like, come on. Yeah. What's the, what's the best way to describe Josh Allen? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. In beautiful Lake Worth, it is Shane on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Hello, Shane. Hey, guys. How you guys doing today? Good. Yes, I would say uh, the best way to describe him would be misunderstood. He's um, since he came in since 2020, he's he's got the most total touchdowns. He's second in yards, second in total wins. And the reason I say misunderstood is because he actually steps up in the playoffs. He's he's got a better record than Lamar. He's got way better statistics than Lamar. And Lamar has got a losing record in the playoffs. Lost as a number one seed, 
at home to Tennessee a few years ago. He's got five touchdowns and five interceptions in five games. Josh Allen has 21 touchdowns and four interceptions in 10 10 game games in the playoffs. Better better completion percentage. Just he steps up in the playoffs. He's got four turnovers. Everyone thinks he's a turnover machine, but he's literally got four turnovers in 10 playoff games. He he outplayed Patrick Mahomes uh, once or twice. He's lost three times to Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs of those five losses. He's just completely misunderstood, in my opinion. I think he's the second-best quarterback in the league behind Mahomes. So let me ask you this. Is he misunderstood, or to you, is he just unlucky that Patrick Mahomes exists or that Sean McDermott's his coach? I, you, know what, you know what a good analogy would be? Phil Mickelson. Unlucky that he played with Tiger Woods. He's unlucky he's okay. playing against Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I like the I like the yeah, analogy. See, I, the I love shit. that for perspective because yeah. if Patrick Mahomes didn't exist, I, I think this conversation's hilarious. Yep. Actually, because I think it's Josh Allen and the rest, and I think the results that he doesn't have, he would have if Patrick Mahomes wasn't standing in front of him. So this or is Joe kind Burrow, of, I guess, because he and, bounced and, and Joe yeah, Burrow, Joe absolutely. Burrow Joe Burrow. Question. Joe Burrow's one-off stuff. You know, he's played like five games total in the NFL, <laughs> and I think we we this is a great that's great perspective from Shane. Because we'd be treating Josh Allen a lot differently than we do. And this is why, personally, I don't really put results into things, nor do I personally care all but that much, because this is a perfect example of. Here's why this is coming to a head, though, right now. This was the window. This was the year. Every other time that Josh Allen went up against Patrick Mahomes, Theo, where did the game take place at? Arrowhead. That's right. This was late season, late season charge, playing your best football. Hottest team in the NFL. And you get him in front of your own fans for the first time. How many times did mm. that get blasted into our face over the last week? And what happened? The same thing that happened last year when you brought Joe Burrow into your place. It was supposed to be different because Joe <laughs> Burrow is coming to Buffalo. And what happened? The Bills blamed the snow for losing that game. This is the thing. Josh Allen. Whether he is directly or indirectly responsible, he is the face of this enterprise that is now back-to-back years, had teams come to their place because mm. they've earned it, and what have they done? Vomited all over their shoes. Mm. And that's why we're having this conversation like we are right now. Is that fair? It's pretty spot on. I think another thing that people uh, try and discount specifically in the um, in, in the Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson case is like, Let's not forget what Josh Allen was before he got a great play caller and a number one receiver and then was able to be this. And let's not forget what Lamar Jackson was dealing with in those playoff games where you counted his stats but didn't count how many drops his receivers had, where you counted his wins but didn't tell me who was on the sideline calling plays for him who no longer has a job. Like Context does matter in this, and that's why Stone is correct when he says you can't always play the results, but if you're only playing the results when it's convenient for your argument, then you know that's yep. – it's a little it's a little weighted. They call that uh what confirmation bias? Confirmation bias. There's recency bias. We've been talking about that. There's confirmation bias as well. Uh I have dolphins bias. And so we all we're all a little biased. We're all a little biased. How about this, by the way? Ricky message is in. Allen is to football what Phil Mickelson is to golf. That's what I that's what Shane just said. Right, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. How in God's name it, I, I and this is I feel like this is one of those moments where this is a Palm Beach County Treasure Coast market exclusive mm-hmm. occurrence that has taken place. Like sometimes when we randomly take calls about the Chargers, 
and the Raiders and the White Sox and then the Dolphins, like only in this market, right? Only in this market do you get two comparisons that Josh Allen is Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Only in this market. And damn it, folks, that's why I love all of you. That's why I love all of you and treasure all of you because you are the most eclectic fans in the history of the world. Jeremy in West Palm. I'm Levick at Theo and Stone. What's up, Jeremy? Good, man. What's going on? Uh, so I'm going to go a little bit different here because I'm, I'm a hockey guy. Okay. What about uh, Connor McDavid? Mm-hmm. Connor McDavid was kind of picked as the next, you know, I hate to say yeah. it, as like the next Sidney Crosby. We didn't really put that expectation on a Josh Allen as to being the next of a somebody. But with his build and the way he is, the way he's built, you know, people compared him to Brett Favre, a gunslinger. He's that kind of guy. So, like, that's my thing is, like, the last caller stated all his stats in the playoffs. Even with Patrick Mahomes, if you're putting up those numbers, you should have a victory or two or put yourself into a Super Bowl because you're putting up those numbers. So what that means is, as a leader, you're not able to galvanize your troops in order to get the job done as a whole. Mm. I feel like that's where we kind of misstep when we place or think about offense when it comes to quarterback. But I hate to say it, the quarterback is the leader of the entire team. I really feel the reason why the Eagles collapsed, and I hate to bring it up, is Jalen Hurts came out and called out teammates saying people don't care. Yeah, he didn't name names or say what side of the ball, but maybe some of those guys played defense. And then after he came out and said that, maybe they decided not to play as hard. You know, like certain things like that happen. So if you're the leader of the team, you need to galvanize your troops. But I think, to me, he's Ben Roethlisberger, Brett Favre, that has – 80% 80% of the time with a Jameis Winston instinct to make 20% of his mistakes. Hmm. Because Jameis Winston, in college, he was a great player. He was a great guy. Yeah, he threw 30 touchdowns, and he threw 30 interceptions. So imagine if some of those interceptions, you know, drop passes, batted balls, things like that. Yeah, those things happen. But he made right mistakes, and he made, you know, good mistakes. He made bad mistakes. And that's what Josh Allen's doing right now is he can make the right play, but then he tries to force a ball or force a window, and then he makes that mistake which is yeah. a Jameis Winston ideal in my mind, you know. But it, it really, he, he has the power in his hands. I think that if he had a Kyle Shanahan, a Mike McDaniels, hell, even if Brian Dayball didn't leave, maybe some things would be different. Maybe Sean McDermott got fired last year and they moved up sure. Brian Dayball. Who knows what sure. he would have done? Because Brian Dayball was his guy. So Brian maybe Dayball he's, was his man. He's the he one might that just really be produced for now. Yeah, and he's flawed, but maybe maybe it comes down to him just being a victim of circumstance. Yeah. I don't know if that's completely fair, but I do think that he could be a victim of circumstance. By the way, as soon as I say Palm Beach County, Treasure Coast, uh, only in this area, could we have a Phil Mickelson comparison twice to, uh, to uh, Josh Allen? We have a Connor McDavid comparison. And i got to tell you, I love the Connor McDavid comparison. Only in this market, folks. Only in this market. This is why I love all of you. Uh, we could sit here in most markets and talk about a team's offensive line based mm. on the city we're in, and we get two hours of calls. You know what we do here? We get Josh Allen comparisons to Phil Mickelson not once but twice and Connor McDavid, and we do it all in a three-minute span. I tell you what, you people are damn elite. And what a market. Uh, We'll come back. We got social media, a ton of it on Josh Allen. We got Jonathan Zaslow, our guy from ESPN Radio Talking Heat. Terry Rozier is about to take over as the point guard for the Heat. It's receiving a uh, rave reviews, this deal, from a a Heat standpoint in a position of desperate need right now. And we grade things. It's Tuesday. Who boy. Strap it in. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3.
From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Josh Allen, most divisive quarterback, most divisive player in the NFL. Chris messages in, guys. Can we just all agree that Allen isn't quite as good as Mahomes? Josh Allen is a great quarterback. He has a whole career in front of him. Stop trying to rank him, whether he's number two or number 10. Most teams in the NFL would love to have Josh Allen as their quarterback. Yes. But also, nobody's arguing Allen and Mahomes anymore. It's over with. Right. And and nobody in their right mind is arguing that. No. And we're we're not debating Allen or Mahomes, Chris. We're, we're legitimately just – and I do think it matters where Josh Allen places considering this is a guy whose conference features Lamar and yeah. Burrow and Josh Allen. Like, that that does matter. And I think it solidifies what we feel about him, which is elite, but it is clear that he has roadblocks that he has not been able to navigate around yet, and that, that ultimately matters. That ultimately matters. What's the best way to describe Josh Allen? Well, I've asked Steve's here in a couple of minutes. Steve Polizino, smartest man we know, business mogul, and uh, youth coach extraordinaire. Then we'll have Jonathan Zaslow, 115, ESPN Radio, talking the heat trading for Terry Rozier. Then we grade things. I mean, we are all over the place today. What's the best way to describe Josh Allen? Johnny says choke artist. Choke artist. I don't know if that's necessarily fair. The Bills? Choke artist. Josh Allen, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Uh, Mike says reckless. Yeah. Yeah, he's reckless. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, unlucky. That's sort of a word we just threw out there. Unlucky. I, you can you can make an argument he's simply unlucky. I, I, I won't smack that down. Uh, Sweep says he's Joel Embiid, which means a stat merchant as evidenced by his 71 points last night and 21 of those coming from the free throw line. That's not... Am I being too harsh? Am I being too harsh? On who, Embiid? Yeah. Stat merchant. Free throw line merchant. Lives for flopping. I Josh Allen, the way he plays is way more respectable than the way Joel Embiid plays his sport. So, no. Oh, I don't no, think no. that's a good comparison. At a really I'll high level? I'll take Josh Allen. Josh Allen, the way he plays, the way he can lift a team, the way that he can do extraordinary things, that's not Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, all he does is throw his big old oafy body around and then hit the deck and uh, receive the whistle. Yeah. I have no respect for that. Come on. None. None. You, None. you, you can't just... Can we, can we no. let him do that on the, the night after Embiid drops 70? I, mean, I don't expect Congrats. anything less. Congrats to Joel Embiid oh, for being goodness. genetically superior to everybody. Yeah. But from a talent standpoint, his bag is shallow it's compared not. to a lot of other bigs in the He's NBA. Got some of the best all footwork. he does, all he does is oh, throw his goodness. body into others. He is the James Harden of big men. Do you know how difficult it is at that size to be able to move your feet that nimbly and still be able to make up ground on people? Like he, he also Se- uses his strength. You have to be his smart bag, with your strength. His bag is his size. His like, bag that is, is his right, bag. Right. But, but and, he and also, that's nothing. He, he that's what he was born. Okay. With. So so where why is Bog, Bogdan? What's his name? Majanovich. What's his name? Bogdanovich. But I can't. Not Bogdanovich. Uh, Bogey. Big dude. Yeah, Bogdan. My, my, I can't say his name. I'm sorry. I why why, why, why I is didn't, he not balling like that? Why is why why is Rudy Gobert not, not dropping his, seventy he a night? He doesn't have he doesn't have the skill set that Embiid has. Yes. All so what? There are plenty. <laughs> there are plenty huh? of other. Uh, name another seven footer that can do what Embiid does. Offensively, yeah. you guys are gonna laugh at this. Offensively, Cat, and we'll get to him. Still in can't a do it like Embiid does. But keep going. <laughs> They're very similar, dude. 
Still can't do yeah. it like Embiid does. And, and Embiid? I didn't say Embiid's bags, his yep. size is bag. I didn't say that like in a derogatory. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I didn't mean it in a good way. Right. Like that's what you got. Part of it is kind of like Giannis as well. But Giannis has even maybe less of a bag. But keep going though, Ken, because I can't think of another seven-footer. No, 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 and I'm not saying he's at the level yet, but I'll say this, uh, from an offensive standpoint and being able to hit mid-ranges Uh-oh. and extend the defense, Bam's Uh-oh. not that far off from Joel Embiid. He's not 7-1, 7-2. Embiid is huge. I'm, I'm Bam is like 6-9. I'm talking about a 5. I, and, uh, and Bam doesn't get the whistle that Joel Embiid does. Uh, Joel Embiid, Embiid, that's true. Embiid would put Bam in a cooler, and I understand they've played each other and we've oh, seen weird, it Oh, weird, weird. So, so that's bizarre. <laughs> so it. what's been happening when it matters? Because Joel Embiid, you can say, oh, you want how good he is in 71. You know it's going to fall flat and ring hollow to 71 when he's out in the second round of the playoffs again. <laughs> this isn't biased or anything. No, no. I'm just saying. Uh, Jason, <laughs> why are you attacking Josh Allen all the time? Since you're a sportscaster, then you should be smart enough to know that this loss is not on him. Three deep passes dropped, missed field goal kick. The man can't do it all. Maybe he's not that smart, Josh, or Jason. You know? Also, uh, uh, <laughs> I didn't blame all that on Josh Allen. All I'm saying is that at some point they got to make the leap, man, and he's the face of that entire enterprise. You know, we he, heard the, Go ahead, Theo. I, I, okay, I'll, I'll make this point quickly just because I do. I, I hate how everybody keeps trying to absolve Josh Allen from all of the blame when he doesn't take he the whole blame. He can't kick it, Theo. He I, can't kick the football. He, he, he was in position. All anybody can ask in the National Football League, especially in the playoffs, is one and done. You want to be in position to be able to win a football game. That is it. On that final drive, Josh Allen was in position to be able to win it, and he even will want those throws back because if you make those throws in the most pivotal moments, the Bills at least score a touchdown. Don't leave it to the kicker and force Mahomes to get back out there and beat you. But he didn't. The 13 seconds game, I'll give you all that. Josh Allen played his ass off. I don't even think he had a flaw in that game. He was great. Mahomes just was greater. This game... There were some misses. He did have that fumble he almost lost, and there were the misses on the passes, and and we can't absolve him of that, I, think, I don't think. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, uh, we talked about comparing him to Connor McDavid. It didn't, just something struck with me in, in that spot. I, I tell, tell you guys time and time again, I hate results and hate how we play results, especially in the National Football League. But in the NHL and in the NBA, if you're trying to win the ultimate prize, the Stanley Cup, the Bill O'Brien, whatever it is, you get seven cracks at it. In the NFL... You get 60 minutes yeah. to, to, to go out there, and you got to be perfect or else you don't win a Lombardi trophy. But for Connor McDavid and the Florida Panthers last year, like you get seven cracks at it. I, 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 it's tough to win in these games, regardless of who's playing who, who's behind center. Yeah, like Josh it's Allen's not only easy. gotten five cracks at it. <laughs> He's gotten five <laughs> cracks at it. So five cracks to win a Super Bowl. Like Results are tough for me. I just really yeah, can't uh, wrap my head around the concept. Oh. You guys hear that? You hear that? Oh, it's another whistle. Joel Embiid's going back to the free throw line. Uh, when we come back, Steve Politzian, our smartest man we know, will weigh in on Josh Allen and other things. Oh, and uh, there's the substitution. Uh, <laughs> he just Ball fouled read. out somebody because he threw his uh, threw his body into him. Uh, we'll come back. Ask Steve's on the way. Levick at Theo and Stone, ESPN 106.3.